Hello and welcome to 26 and Under, the anime review podcast where we watch an anime, 26 episodes or less, in a week, and then talk about it. I am your host, Matt. Joined with me is... Henry. Robert. Hey, we did that correctly. (laughs) Okay, cool. And this week's episode was Bodacious Space Pirates, an anime that has an unfortunate name. (laughs) It was more space parody, less bodacious. Well, I mean, using the actual definition of bodacious, it, I mean, the main character would be considered bodacious. There's, right, couple, right. there's a couple definitions of the word. You listen here, all right? <laughs> <laughs> all right. But, um, so, this anime is about space pirates doing space, quote-unquote, space pirate things. They're being piratey. In that they wear pirate outfits and get to raid ships occasionally, yes. Mm. Yeah, pirate stuff. <laughs> yes. They, that, do, they do all the pirate things. Like yes. putting on stage plays? Shh. Yes, like putting on stage plays. That's just bonus. It's <laughs> just bonus. <laughs> and being overdramatic and playing uh, sound boot and playing like uh, air booms or airplane like sound barrier breaking booms through every speaker <laughs> when they pass by a, sh- a ship that's smaller yeah, than them. Like forcing sound effects into the opposing ships? Yeah. yeah. Easy. Um, so we'll go with first impressions and start with me, I guess. Be a good idea. Uh, so my first impression on this was I had uh, this was my first time actually watching this, uh, which I think it was for everyone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This anime, when uh, when I first heard about it and saw it airing, but did not watch it, was uh, uh, I was seeing it with its Japanese name, which was like Monzetsu Space Pirates or something like that. Suka Piretsu. Yeah. Um, and I never knew what it was about. I just saw Space Pirates, and a girl as a Space Pirate was like, "Yep, that character looks like May from Guilty Gear." At least at that point she did. And uh, I went, I'm good. And and discounted this. Uh, having watched this, I enjoyed a lot of it. It was very fun to watch. It was a very enjoyable anime. Um, we got, me and Henry got some really good laughs in the first, like, two or three episodes just from the English dubs dialogue. Yeah, we did. <laughs> but uh, there are also times where this anime has stumbles in its dub. And that definitely is apparent that this was a time be or they did not have good uh, anime or ADRs at this time for the company that dubbed it. Yeah, uh, I think we laughed at what was more written. It wasn't necessarily de- oh the deli- it was delivery. No, it was the delivery pretty the well. Del- but I feel like we would have still laughed at it even in uh, the subtitle. It depends on if it would have been subtitled that way. We didn't watch it subtitled. It probably so. would have been. Um, but that's my opinion. Uh, I got I, I I had favorable opinions on this. Let's go to Robert. I saw this show a long time ago, just as a. Uh, it was it was the the winter. It was like the late winter of. Well, I guess it would be early spring. I don't know. 
it was that weird February time in 2012. I was in the process of a winter season. Winter season. I was working and like I was watching anime on occasions, and I saw this one, and I'm like, uh, I don't know about that name. Uh, and like I just never gave it a chance, and then I watched it now, and it was okay. Uh, I mean, it wasn't what I expected it to be for piratism, but I mean, nobody was expecting this. It has funny moments, I guess. So like, it's it's a good watch if you have nothing else to watch and you just need something to watch. It is really good. Uh, I was I. It was this was not what I was expecting when we first rolled it. (laughs) I was expecting it to be the. the horrible anime that you watch, Matt. <laughs> Only some of those are horrible. I watch good ones too. And it wasn't. And I was happy about it. And then <laughs> I liked the concepts and I liked how the sh- it was done. See? Sometimes things things that look like bad anime are good anime. Yeah, but I don't want to run that risk. <laughs> too bad you don't get a choice. Yeah, I don't podcast. get a choice of this. Sometimes things that look like bad anime are bad anime. I'm looking at you, Bridge. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, it didn't look like a bad anime from from the outwards. No, no, no. I'm saying before we actually watched an episode, just looking at the title screen and everything, it did not look like a bad anime. It had those stupid. That, ass, that's fair. It had those stupid ass big eyes that I didn't like. That's what. That's, that's like what, most anime. They probably put like half their budget into their. Into poster. the color palette. Yeah. And the poster. And the poster. Just yeah. like, oh boy, what are we going to do for the show? <laughs> the what? The what? <laughs> the show. All right. Oh, this is just our PR material. Yeah. Yeah. So, character rundown. We have our main character, uh, Marika Kato, she, who, is, who is a normal high school girl up until she is given the deed to a pirate ship and made captain because her dad died. In quotes. Of food poisoning. Yeah. Uh, In quotes. Yeah. And no one was allowed to have the ship, i.e. the Bent Maru, uh, unless they were a descendant of Gozeman. Yes, because the way that the letter of Mark passes down is by by hereditary or whatever it is. The... So, technically, could we consider this? Because, like, she's a normal schoolgirl. Yep. She gets a thing. Yep. Uh-huh. And then becomes a pirate. Yes. Uh-huh. Can we count this as a magical girl anime? There's sure. a section there. where she magical girl transformations into her pirate uniform. Yep. 100%. Excellent. Um so Marika is a very like happy go lucky like Genki girl is the uh, easy way to describe that. She is uh the equivalent of who 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 was that anime character from a long time ago that was just like disgustingly optimistic about everything. Tamako? From yes, Tamako Market? that. Yeah, I'd agree. But she's also, like, competent and knows how to do the pirate thing. And it's, oh, like, 100%. a natural at the piracy. Yeah. I mean, I'm natural at piracy. How else was I supposed to get my stain music? <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> score one for Robert, score zero for Rippa. They'll never get me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh... But she's she's got a very interesting character, and she kind of, like, is a very good way of driving the plot forward, because she... Yes. She sees that the... Like, she doesn't need somebody else to drive the plot forward. She kind of does it naturally. 
as as opposed to some other times where we get characters that don't drive the plot forward and we have to introduce characters to drive the plot. Yeah. Yeah. None of these other characters are that character. No. Um one of one of them's an exposition dump, but that's about it. Well, most of them are exposition jumps. The yeah. only character that's not an exposition exposi- exposition dump is Marika. Because she's not privy to the outside because, world. Yeah, because she's an idiot. <laughs> Chiaki. She's uh, too me- dumb to yeah. be scared. Yeah. yeah. All these other characters have experienced like the entire universe and blah, blah, blah. And know all the stuff. She literally lived in high school. Yep. For, for her entire life. She just lived in high school. Yeah. Uh, but as far as pink haired protagonists go, I liked her a lot more than other ones. How many other pink-haired protagonists have we had? Matt, this is anime. It's There's not, a million of them. Matt, we can't do that. You can't You can't ask a man that question. No, no, no. I mean, for the podcast, how many have we had? Uh, a million. Uh, Madoka, this one, the chick from Bridge, the chick from the alien one. Uh, <sighs> okay, this is going a little too far. Yeah. Okay. See what I mean? All right. Well, let's go on to our next character, who you two both did not <laughs> oh, f- entirely enjoy. No, because no. she's boring. Yeah. Oh, she- welcome to my life, where I have to deal with this character archetype constantly. That's she's- your choice. She's not even a good Sundere. No, she's the average Sundere. Average. So Sorry. Sorry, sir. My bar for average Sundere is Asuka. That's my average bar. That was not what I got. That was below average. Why is Asuka your average? She's actually a good Sundere. Exactly. That's where the average starts. No, no, no. The average starts in the like middle tier Sundere. The low tier Sundere is the too much sun, not enough dere. No. Or too much dere, not enough sun. This one was like right in the middle. Middle bad. But her son was way too stupid. Uh, Anyways. Chiaki. Chiaki. I can't remember her last name. Henry, Not what's important. her last name? Kurahara. There we are. Thank you. Uh, Chiaki Kurahara is a transfer student that transfers into her class more times than I could count. <laughs> to the point that it just became a running joke. If I knew that something like that was possible, I would have done that while I was in school. (laughs) (laughs) Just keep transferring between different schools. Well, only because she is also a the daughter of a different pirate captain who's still alive, unlike uh, Marika's dad, who is still dead. Dead, quote unquote. Need to stop doing physical quotes. The it's just the way you say it. Dead instead of being dead. Yeah, it's easy. Easy peasy. Um. She uh she comes to there to or she comes to Marika's class to kind of like scope her out, make sure she's worthy of the Benzamaru, give her a little bit of advice and all that, um and kind of develops a friendship. But her friendship is shown through her being super Sundere, where she's like, "Don't even care about you, Babaka," and all that stupid normal. The way to her heart is through ice parfaits. That's I'm, it. I mean, the way through her heart is also calling. Oh yeah, that's the other. Th- that's the other thing we for- forgot to mention in first impressions. This anime's English dub does the one thing I cannot stand. 
which is ah honorifics using Japanese honorifics in English ah. language. <clears throat> Henry Chan. Yeah, Henry, wait, actually, Henry, you're Kuhler. older than me, so you would be Henry Son. Yes, I can live with this. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> but it is not how English people talk. I do not call people that. Does that I, mean Gable would be Gable Coon? Yes. Fuck. <laughs> he's not going to understand when he wakes up. That means Jared is Jared Sama. Yeah, well, I mean, he, he would be Henry Senpai and he would be. <laughs> Alright, all right, I, I, I get it now, okay? I'm done. <laughs> see? Do you see how yeah, stupid yeah, yeah. this idea is saying them in English? Yeah. It, it works in Japanese, it does not work in English. It works in Japanese because that's how their language is done. Yeah, yeah exactly. But. Yeah, it's silly. It's silly to hear. Um, oh, so every so one of the things that is always said to Chiaki is she's always called Chiaki Chan, and she freaks out. And it's like, well, I mean, I would be freaking out too if people were just using Japanese honorifics with my name, in English, instead of how normally or normally yeah. script writing in dubs is, where they go instead of Chiaki Chan, they shorten the name or make a nickname out of Chiaki. Because Chichin. Yeah, like just well or like you just going, Oh hey cheese or like hey like just making a silly name. Like Caesarino. Yeah, like Caesarino. <laughs> uh but that's that's just a gripe I have with yeah. But it also showed what kind of character she wanted that she didn't want to be considered friends with all these people. Yeah. But like again, it, with English, we have we nickname people when we're friends. Yeah, and she didn't want that. Yeah. Oh, and That's for those character. wondering, the she's the heir to the Barbarossa. Yeah, the other power ship. The other power ship. Um, so after her, we get our only two crew members that are in the entire series and have like arcs. Effectively, we have uh, Misa Greenwood. Grand. Grandwood. 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 Okay. Grand. I just I like barely looked at her last name. I just knew it was like something wood. Um who is the ship's doctor. She is one of the two people that go- come down to the high school to recruit Marika as the captain. Uh she kind of does a ton of exposition dumping constantly cuz she's one of the smart people. Yeah. Um she also does not wear a medical practitioner's outfit in the slightest. Oh, God. Nope. <laughs> She's as much of a medical practitioner as... She She is effectively Ugh. just wearing, like, the, the fetishized clothes for, like, somebody who wants to see a lot of side... Because it's like just these yeah, strands on side. her side. That side. Just, the entire side <laughs> of gets her my, body has. So it gets like, my motor running. Yeah. Sides. <laughs> but like, that's what it is. Like, yeah, her, her it entire. Is for sure. Like, she's, she's got no sleeves on it. And then, like, the entirety of both her sides are just like strands. It's like, do you want to see the side skin? Yeah. Oh, and I guess here, since we're talking about, like, her. Um, her and the next person after this are like the people that get a lot of screen time for yeah, being on the crew, and then everyone else on the crew just has like these moments. Yeah. Oh yeah. But uh, Misa also is one of my least favorite 
voice acted characters in this. And that's just because she talks really dull a lot of the time and monotone. Yeah. And it just... She, like, I think it compliments her character, though. I guess, but it just felt like you could have had, like... Like, I didn't know if she was trying to go more sul- for a sultry kind of voice or... Because it sounded like she was trying to go sultry with her voice and, like, kind of, like, seductive. Because nah, that fits Because that. that fits, like, the character ki- slightly. I don't know about that last part. Because she was but... being very breathy with her voice, too. Yeah. I don't know. Does the name F- Toko Fukawa come to mind? No. No. Danganronpa. No. Actual Danganronpa or anime Danganronpa the animation. Then that's not going to come to mind to either of us because we played the video game, which had different voices. Uh... Well, it's going to be really hard then to say anything she was part of. Cool. Because, so, yeah. She doesn't have a very She long... voices Suzaka. Suzuka? And Akami Good Kill? Never watched that in English. Okay, we're getting off off topic. Um, Buzz. Her character is very much just like the know-it-all smart character. Like... She brain good. Yeah. yeah. Like she she's ob- she's immediately smart. She can like as soon as we are introduced the the character that is Marika's dad that's hiding his identity, she immediately goes, Oh, I know that's the captain. And she immediately figures out, Oh, I know, like this person's spying on us. Like she's she's not an idiot, unlike our main character is is sometimes. She's not an idiot. She's just blissfully unaware of her surroundings. Um, so after Misa is Kane McDougal. I will remember his last name because it's one of the most common like English last names that Japanese like to use. McDougal. McDougal. Um, Kane is the helms. It is a very English name. <laughs> yeah, Kane is a. Helm is the helmsman of the Benton Maru. He is the other person that comes down to recruit Marika. When he first homeroom teacher, yeah, he he becomes their homeroom teacher to start, and also becomes the club advisor for the yacht club. He uh, does some. He is very silly with some of his line de- deliveries in English. He thinks he's the best. He does. I'm the best. He think well, he is the best uh helmsman. But he uh, he has some line deliveries in the early bit that is hilarious to listen to because he just like he is honestly talking in innuendo and yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It caught me and Henry completely off guard with how deep that was going into because that's what we thought this anime was going to be. Yep, hundred percent was just that kind of like dialogue, and only one character is using it, and it's being super obvious about it. <laughs> uh, but Kane's super fun to like interact with. He's got a lot of good like comedy er- areas, and he's also like the one of those like super competent people where like. You could see him just like being a a main character in like any kind of like spacefaring anime, where we need a we need a person to drive the ship. Well, there's our person. Um, 
and no, find nothing comes to mind that I can think of. Oh yeah, he's also a ladies' man. Oh yeah, one hundred percent easily. Like you could tell that from like the second he was introduced. You're like, oh, this man hit flirts with all the ladies and gets all the ladies to swoon over him. Yep. Which we get multiple occasions of him doing. Mm-hmm. I'm happy that they toned it down for like the later episodes, mm. though. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, because they had to put focus on other characters at that point. And plot. And plot. <laughs> uh, so after after Kane, we have our final like named character before we get into generalizing characters. The princess. The princess Gruyere Serenity. The princess. <laughs> Gruyere is the stupid is this name is spelled G-R-U-I-E-R. I had to look it up because I did not how to know how to spell it, but I knew how to pronounce it because they said it so many times. Yeah. She's the seventh royal princess. Oh, did did they actually have numbers? I don't remember yeah, that. She's the seventh. Okay. Uh she is uh your typical like very like young uh princess like sheltered character she kind of lived in a bubble for her entire life and got out of that bubble and got to experience life outside of being in the royal and now she wants to destroy the royal family from the inside well yeah because she's rebellious and she's in her teenage years (laughs) surprise she wants to destroy what is called the artificial womb or something that creates more heirs. And she's like, no, nah, royal family's been, been in line for too long. I mean, gotta go. Also, that gotta go. thing was on its last limb. Yeah. Gotta go fast. Gotta go fast. At a faster, speed. faster. FTL. All right. So now that we've kind of gone through all these characters. We're going to go through the generalization of the pirate crew and the uh, schoolmates at her school. I'm going to start with the schoolmates. Okay, we can do those first. Because they're technically introduced first. All the same. I don't know. Except for a couple. Like, we have Lynn, we have I, and uh, Except for a couple. (laughs) And, And her best friend, the one that makes all her costumes... It's just unfortunate that uh, I wish I had more information about how to separate all of them, but the Wikipedia page literally has all of them as a member of the Space Yacht Club. Oh, yeah, because so. mo- most of the named ones are members of the Space Yacht Club. Yeah. So the, the ones that are slightly important are Lynn, who is the one that is good at hacking. Yep. Um, Jenny, who was their senior at the beginning that graduates. And Mommy. Uh, mommy. And then the works la- at the cafe with uh, Marika. And the mm-hmm. last one was I, who was a junior that came in when Ma- Ma- Marika entered her second year, who uh, was very good at piloting, yes. or like helmsmaning. Yep. But the rest, yeah, they they are they are there to be high school girls in this high school girl anime. Yep, hundred percent. They they literally did not have any like. Any kind of traits that made them unique, or me be able to tell them apart by name, like except I except kn- for Lynn, she was like, well, no, that's what I'm saying. Like I could name Lynn, I could name Jenny, I could name I, and I could la- name uh mommy. But tell me, like, 
Can you name any of the others? Asta. Was that one of them? She graduated uh, <laughs> when Marika was coming into the second year. Ah. Who, did she have char- defining character traits? No. Okay. That's that's why I was like, I don't know that character's she, name. She was just a name. She yeah. Was just a name. But um, we we like we'll go over like broad strokes on these characters because they have like arcs that they're very important in. Yeah. But like Jenny's the overconfident uh, overconfident or not overconfident, overcompetent senpai that like knows how to do everything and yeah. is easily and like understands and goes, "Oh yeah, you're the you're the captain of the Benton Maru. I knew that because I am smart and rich and can yep. get all this stuff." Lynn is the cool collected uh hacker girl. Hacker man. Hacker man. Um Turned on the Wi-Fi for my parents. Yeah. Uh, we have Mommy, who's the s- f- happy support, uh, supporting best friend. Yep. Um, she designed all of the uniforms on the Ben Maru for Re- for Marika. Just like the best friend in uh, S- Cardcaptor Sakura makes all the Magical Girl costumes that Sakura wears. Yeah. Because she did, there's no actual magical girl transformation in that. Yeah. Um. And then I is a young, ch- uh, like happy. I'm gonna do my best, girl. Who uh, wears wants a hat? Win, wants to win the space race. I mean, yeah, I but she also that. wants to be good at. She wants to just pilot yachts. Yeah. That's all she wants to do, and she's probably gonna end up. Helmsmaning a pirate ship. <laughs> by the Possibly. End of this. Some sort of ship. They're going to um, be the first ship to navigate by the stars. Maybe. So. Potentially. Yes, navigating by the stars in space. Easy. This, easy peasy. Easy peasy. <laughs> all right. Uh, so that was all the school people. So the pirate crew. Um, the only ones I can think of of the pirate crew that like have names were their tech person. Their community. Or not. Their communications, uh, but their uh, hacker uh, girl. Uh, 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 allow, allow us. Okay. Uh, Schnitzer. He, I know Schnitzer. That was the other one. The robot man. He's the robot weapon crew yeah. person. Uh, Hayakumi. Hayakume. The communication. the radar and sensor specialist. Yeah, okay. Luca. Luca. Was a robot for like the first fucking 18, 25 episodes and then comes back. Oh, Luca. The na- that's the that's their navigation. She's their person. psychic. Could, is there like a, a line where Luca stops being Luca, and is the robot? Is like is there like a clear defined line that? We oh see? no. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. You can kind of figure out where it is after you know that there is dissension in the ranks. That there's a robot. Well, I mean, thinking back on it, I couldn't figure it out. The the point is literally when uh when they went to do the yacht club thing. Oh, weird. Okay. Uh, Sandai. Kuri. Oh, we keep going Kuri. the opposite one. You keep ignoring Kuri, which is the only one that I, I said could Kuri when he said Luca. <laughs> no, he said Kuri, Kuri when you said Luca. No, oh. I said Luca. He oh. said Kuri. Interesting. I read that as the Bentamaru's electronic waifu specialist. I don't know why. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> uh, Interesting. Well, Kuri, Warfare is what yeah, it is. Yeah, Kuri's their uh, electronic war. She's their hacker man. Yeah. Sandai. Uh, he collects teddy bears. Yeah, he's he also an engineer. Yeah, he he's their engineer and collects teddy bears. Cool. Show. 
You're now way... I don't even know who the fuck that is. Show is their insurance agent. Show is not a member of their crew. <laughs> yeah, but he wasn't on here. He's others. <laughs> but you're right. Show is their insurance agent who yeah. threw everybody for a loop because he is black man with afro and sunglasses. True. And Sh- is stupid. Act stupid. Shane McDougal. No, we're not bringing in Kane's <laughs> brother that is there for like two or three episodes. But he was a member of the crew. No, he wasn't because he didn't get paid for that amount, and they and they and they docked money off of the other shit for that amount of time he was there. I mean, we can just quickly talk about Gonzaimon is the father and Ryrka is the mother. Yeah, they'll have their limelight once we get a little bit further down the list towards the plot. Yeah, yeah. and then Quartz as well. She'll. We'll talk about her glowy bits. Yep. Yeah. That that can't be taken out of context at all, her glowy bits. No. All right. Cool. So let's mm. delve into this 26-episode plot, because this was a very... Oh, my gosh. This had a lot of plot. This wasn't as much, like... So, like, noir was, like, occasional plot. This was constant, like, yeah. plot, 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 plot. All right. First episode. Mar- yeah, Marika <laughs> becomes the captain. It, it's we 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 learn about there are there are pirates. Yeah, we learn there are pirates. There are a legally controlled entity. Yep, in, that are mandated the, by the federation. Yep, mandated by contracts. Yep, they have to do a pirating job within a certain amount of time, otherwise their license expires. Yep. Mm-hmm. Her father was the captain of the Bentamara, which is the main ship we follow throughout the series. Yep. He. Dies in heavy quotation marks yeah. from food poisoning. Yep. And the way that their contract is written, his heirs have to take over the ship, and she's the only heir. So, so she yeah. So she has to become the captain. But she's but a high school student, and she does not wish to stop being a high school student. So they so she decides to be both. Yes, because that's yes. Because anime. Anime. Um, and choices. Yep. I guess so, you could say fighting pirates by daylight and then doing math tests by 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 night. You, th- that doesn't work with the, th- with the with the with the theme song that you were syllables. trying to do. <laughs> too many syllables. <laughs> All right, that's the first episode. Yep. The first episode was a lot, uh, and then the second episode second was is, yeah. And then the next thing you do is uh, we introduce the yacht club. Yep. Um, yeah. 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 And we and they are going on an exp- on their on an outing with uh, an old pirate ship called the Odette Two, mm-hmm. um, which goes fine. They end up get some people tried to try to like do electronic warfare with them and attack them and everything. Well, and they, they tried to kidnap uh, Marika. Yep, because turns out being a pirate super important, and people want pirate and people are going to try to kidnap her and have her work for them or some. Silly shit like that. It's probably insurance agencies at this point. Probably. I, they never explain who's trying to kidnap Marika and attack Marika. Just people are constantly trying to do it. Yeah. Um. So they go out on the Odette 2. Uh, they they figure out that they're being tracked and people are trying to attack them and everything. Yep. The uh, Odette 2 doesn't have any weapons. It's when Chiaki first transfers to the school. Yep. So Chiaki is with them on the routing. Yep. So we get to see that dichotomy start. Yep. 
and all the characters treat Chiaki the same way that Marika treats Chiaki. Yeah, it's adorable. And she hates it. Yep. That's why she, it's adorable. She does not want the affection. Stop. <laughs> stop. Stop with the affection. Yeah, that's why it's adorable. Um, it's not an endearing trait. So we... So we effectively have them defeat people that are tr- trying to chase after Marika through shooting sunbeams at them. Because they reflect... Oh, they, yeah, they blinded it. They, they blinded them, yeah. I mean, did they blind them? Because they just said they lost the signal. And they shined concentrated sunlight at them. So Chiaki, through their EW suite, shut all their stuff down? Yeah. Or was about to? But in reason... In return, they shut their main computer off. Yeah, yeah. So they could so shoot. they could still visibly aim. Yeah, and then because the Odette Two has giant solar panels, they decided to just realign them and point them all from the sun they were orbiting at that ship. So they blinded that ship, so that ship could no longer figure out where they were. And if they booted up their computer, they would have been locked out. Okay. So they just surrendered. <laughs> <laughs> we we lost. <laughs> Ooh, there's nothing we can do. So they uh they do they finish that out and that's kind of your first look into Marika being an actual like captain and being able to like yeah. direct correct the, direct people and show where they need to go. Uh-huh. Also hints that Marika might have other crews that aren't the Benton Marus because at this point we haven't seen the Benton Maru. Uh, accurate, but that's when we get into. Marika's first real outing as a pirate and as the captain of the Bentamaru. You have a job to do. We do. It's true. Well, this is where we learn about uh, the contract that they have to do a pirate job every so many days. Yeah, or else they lose the license and can't be pirates. It's like like, arbitrary like two weeks, isn't it? No, it's a month. No, it's it's like 30 months. It's 30 days. 30 days. You have 30 every 30 days. That's why the... uh, that's why later in the series, when the entire crew has to be hospitalized for more than yeah, a yeah, month. Yeah, but that's later. Yeah. yeah. But, um, so Marika goes out on her first job, and this is where we learn what pirates do. Oh, my God. Pirates still do pirate things. They still raid the ships. They still steal all the stuff. But oh. instead of it being... Just on a whim. On a whim. It is contracted out to pirate ships... To go to expensive yachts that want that the want entertainment the excitement. <laughs> and excitement to hit their ship, so they hire they pay an insurance company or they hire tell an insurance company to send these pirates. The pirates steal the stuff, and then the insurance company reimburses all the stuff, and the cruise liner <laughs> gets a good review. Yep. It's a win-win for everybody, except I don't know how the insurance company counts this as a win because they're paying out the money. They get paid more than they reimburse. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. That's how insurance companies work, Matt. So, so <laughs> everybody wins. Capitalist society is <laughs> finest. Yeah. That's why when uh when we were ta- when we were watching this last night with our friend and he was like this this they must not exist in a capitalist society I'm like no they do no 100%. everybody makes out of <laughs> everybody makes out on top of this yep like this is honest it's just like uh, the yacht hires the insurance agency and they're like hey yep. we need excitement like okay cool I got a ship coming for you right now yeah awesome then the ship gets to keep all of that loot that they steal yep. yeah because that's their pay yep. and then yeah they also get to like 
specific specify what they want yeah. so to start off the next arc uh when they're sent to go to this yacht uh the yacht has uh bodyguards in quotation marks so part of their contract was to put up a good space battle yeah. before boarding was the fire fire the cannons and make it look real, real. yeah more realistic and then the the fight turns not like that yeah it a, turns out these people a are bit of a miscommunication there's a miscommunication these people are not just like backing down um mm, they're using force now what do we do like ah well they uh, they go they go a little bit harder on them and then the the people both send out two different yeah uh surrenders which is not what what was told by them or told to them so the uh so they end up flying away, and then they uh, find out that there's a stowaway upon, upon their ship that came from that area, and uh, the stowaway has locked herself into one of the rooms. Yep. And will and will only speak to the captain, mm-hmm. and will not speak to Marika because she does not believe Marika's the captain. Yep. Because she's not Gozemon. 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 Uh, when they finally resolve all that, we find there's Gru- this is Gruyere's introduction, and Gruyere wants them to find uh, the Golden Ghost Ship. Golden yes. Ghost Ship, which is a you dropped your phone mythical thing that, or which was a ship that was used the first uh, um, cult, uh, colonize this area. So they. Go. They spend a bunch of episodes. Uh, Gruyere becomes part of the school. She spends time in the yacht club. They all familiarize themselves with each other, uh, and then they end up going out to go find because they triangulate where the uh, ship is going to end up. Yeah. So they go. They go there and they meet up with Brun or Grunhild, which is uh, Gruyere's younger sister you say the word meet up and it is wildly inaccurate because her old, her younger sister is also searching the same ship yep but more of an adversarial role okay so it's more of an encounter than a yes meetup. they encounter oh her you're younger here sister. like yeah like, <laughs> so oh. they, they they have their encounter with them uh mm-hmm. they start a space battle but they dock uh but Marika docks into the Golden Ghost ship first. Uh, some somehow Grunheld also docked into a different port. Yeah, that was never explained <laughs> before it jumped because plot because they have to have the the conflict yeah. there. One grew just out of nowhere. Yeah. Um. So they end up exploring the, the Golden Ghost ship, which yep. has a bunch of uh like stasis Old. stuff. Yep. Animal samples, life samples, uh, basically everything you need to like start a planet, reborn a planet. Yep. Yeah. Um, it's like Titan AE. Yeah. Yeah. Very much so. And then we get to the where where she's been trying to go, which is an artificial uh, like womb that creates the royal family. The royal family. Yeah. Um, and when we get there, her and her sisters start getting into, or start getting into argument, and then the, uh, a fight, quote-unquote, breaks out. 
and both the both the princesses get knocked unconscious. Yep, immediately. <laughs> and then the next time we are we're there, uh, Gruyere's being woken up and is like, "Hey, uh, hit these buttons real quick. We need you. We need you to approve this." Okay, do okay. do do. Cool. You plot cool. it in awesome. the course. This the ship will now go home. What? Yeah. Awesome. Amazing. <laughs> but this isn't what I paid you to do. No, but we came to a conclusion that both of you were being dumb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we are fixing the matter. Yeah, I guess uh Marika reached out to the other crew, the other ship's crew, crew which is the which we'll, is their butler and maid effectively. Their butler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like they're being they're stupid. They're being childish, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> they're like, yes, they are. <laughs> like, okay. <All> right. <laughs> so, so we have them. Uh, so they bring that ship back to the planet, which apparently is a big peace token. Yep. And settles down whatever conflict they were having there. But Gruyere and Grunhild, Grunhilds go back to Marika's planet and. and become students at their school yeah because of course they would we needed more characters we can't have less characters yep we have to add more yes 100 percent. treats uh greer like a maid even though she does it to herself yeah yeah <laughs> it's like uh it's gonna cause problems if you keep doing that like no nah, it's fine no nah, it's fine <laughs> it's fine all right so after this uh whole thing the crew of the Benson Maru do a job without Marika because Marika has a test or something, if yep. I remember right. Uh-huh. So we're piloting without a captain. So they yes. they they figure this is an easy enough job because it's just transporting like a bunch of monkeys from one place to another place. This is how HIV started. <laughs> no, this is how AIDS started. The monkeys <laughs> turned out to uh have bad uh have a oh weird they have some them. weird contagion disease <laughs> weird. and the entire crew is oh, quarantined and hospitalized <laughs> for uh, rats. for oh. approximately a month yeah oh boy so they have so marika has to do a job without her crew or else they lose their license well it turns out it would be Unfortunately, she doesn't have a crew, and yeah. this is how the show ends. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Show ends here. Game over. No, because we have a yacht club, and this ah, is now yes. our second year, <laughs> so we have a bunch of juniors, too. Yep. Oh, so we're now at episode 14, aren't we? We're, we're done with the first 13 episode arc. Yeah. 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 We're blasting through this plot, as I think we're at like 40 minutes on that. Uh, recording yeah, timer. <laughs> we're almost halfway through. Yeah, yeah. Stop talking behind the scenes. Um, Never. So the crew got hospitalized. We, uh, she, she ends up trying to do a bunch of other ways to recruit. Yeah, crew. we meet her insurance agent. Yeah, show, show, <laughs> which threw Henry completely He's for an a loop. Enigmatic gentleman. Well, first, her mom's talking about the person that originally owned the insurance yeah. agency and he was a hard ass and a stickler and so she's and expecting yeah. this and then we get we get show show <laughs> what's up what's like, up play <laughs> you, you, yo we oh, cool man. it threw me and matt for such a loop <laughs> 
I knew it was coming. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> we did not. I knew it was coming. Um. So his character. So his character is introduced, and he literally tells her, "Hey, so your crew is gonna be gone for a month, but you still got to do your uh, whatever your. You oh, still got to." She explains some- to him that their crew is gonna no, be sick. No, she she she's- she explains to him that her crew is gonna be sick for this long. Yeah. And he goes, no, 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 that's not what I heard. I heard it was going to be this long. Yeah. And she's like, what? <laughs> it's longer than I anticipated. So and he's like, and you got to do your, you got to do at least some pirating before then. Mm-hmm. So she does. Yeah. She, uh, she gets the crew together. They do a small pirate job. Well, first she tries to find new crewmates. Oh, yeah. Only to figure out that she's not as good at disguising herself as she thought she was. Also. And the other pirate ship, uh, the purposely told everyone if that she was trying to recruit anyone to say no. <laughs> yeah, because that she shouldn't be recruiting people at ra- that she doesn't yeah. know. So she recruits the yacht club. Yep. And the yacht We're club. We're all well established individuals. Yep. Yes. We can do a job. So, yeah. so the yacht club all gets in there. Uh, the Benson Maru crew is rushing to make manuals for everything because they're afraid of the ship breaking. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, ship's fine. They even FTL jump without any manual. <laughs> yeah, easy. <laughs> easy peasy. Um, and they do a normal pirate job, which is, which goes over relatively okay. Like, they got they got in the newspaper and did a good job. Yeah. Uh, then the second, then, then as they're moving, uh, Lynn brings up, oh, uh, we have a request from Jenny. Or it's it's more along the lines of Gruyere saw Lynn talking to someone. Uh huh. They thought that it was a little bit odd, so Lynn tells them, "Oh yeah, I was talking to Jenny. Uh, Jenny has a request for you guys. She wants you to kidnap her and take her away from her wedding." Oh yeah. Hmm. So they're getting ready to do that, and then a ship's flying towards them. And it's Jenny. Oh weird, weird. And Jenny's like, "Yeah, no, uh, I I saw what was happening." They were getting ready to expedite my marriage, and I decided no. And then we also find out her and Lynn are an item. Yep. Yeah. In a way that is both awkwardly handled, I feel, and yes, a hundred percent. Ah, English dubs were were best friends. Well, it wasn't. It wasn't. It was not the censoring of of that one. No. We're best friends, says Uranus to Neptune. Yes, but um, uh, the so the char- so we have this whole thing where she uh they have to deal with her family's company because her uncle wants uh wants full control of the company, and the only way he gets that is if she gets married off. So he's trying to marry her off to this politician's kid, and so they go, uh, they go and do some spying, and find out that the politician's kid is doing all these kinds of like, yeah, support the rebellion against the monarchy, blah 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 blah. And they're like, huh, hey, this is not, and they're like, oh no, that's just a joking thing that he's doing. It's like weird because you're also supplying all these weapons to revolutionaries uncle and he's like uh 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 they solve that problem through normal piracy normal piracy 
when you can't solve it with feature piracy, you have to use normal piracy. Uh, and they kind of just resolve that. They all go back to school. All nice and good. The crew gets out of the hospital. They're able to go back to being pirates. Yeah. There's a few mix-ups with, with items of people. Marika loses her key at some point. You know, the usual school antics before the next big arc. Which the next big arc is an inter-school inter race that they, that they got an invitation to. The yacht club. They uh, which is which they they didn't get the previous year, which is which was on the Marica that they weren't invited to this, but it's whatever. There's probably a legitimate reason. Yeah, there's easily a legitimate reason why they couldn't go. Uh, they find out the reason that they they finally got invited back is that uh, they were their school was on a five year ban from oh, yeah. being able to participate. <laughs> Huh? Why? Why was that, Matt? Apparently, they uh, altered the race in some way that Lynn, was unexplained being at the start. Stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Lynn was told by her seniors, "Oh, hey, we want this to be a little bit more intre or we want this to be a little bit more interesting. So, what if we just change the race track a bit?" And Lynn was like, "All right, hacker man." It. It. It, it made the race terrible. Yeah, only two people made it to the finish line. Out of 160-some-odd people? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it was all her fault. Yep. So the school is just like, we want to get revenge on... Oh, yeah, uh, the, the entire the race academy. committee and all yeah. the other schools are like, nope, we're going to take these people down because they cheated that one time. And they're like... So we're, so we're not we're, even none what? of us no. are even those people. <laughs> yeah. So so when the yacht club finally got there and to the school, and everyone was just like giving them sideways glances, like, "Oh, look at these people! Look at these dudes! Look at them!" And no one knows why they're giving them sideways glances. Yeah. And then suddenly, like Lynn tells them, like, "Oh yeah, uh, five oh, years yeah. ago. <laughs> oh yeah, five years uh, ago I did a thing. I changed the race <laughs> system at the bequest of two of my uh, seniors and." Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it caused a problem, and that's why no one likes us. Like, uh, oh, well, well, so we just have to prove that we can not cheat. And, yeah, uh, it turns out that the turns out the race is the exact same one as the last year because they didn't bother to change the track, and they've been training on that same track for the past five years. So all, all <laughs> yeah, all, all the students are like, yeah, we've been training to beat you guys in your own game, and we're, they're like, but, but <laughs> we. <laughs> Sure. Okay. Sure. okay. So but we Maru is having a problem where it can't get to the planet, or like it can't do something around the planet because like it it just can't level itself yeah. or something. The planet has highly volatile winds. Yeah. So it's it's designed for more spacefaring and not atmosphere faring. Yeah. yeah. So like there's so they can't low orbit level exactly. Around. But there was uh, people trying to kill, trying to attack Marika, who they. Uh, who was doing guard work in one of the ships, or she was part of the race? Oh yeah, she was part of the race for the uh, she, committee. She was part, part of the, the race. yacht club. <laughs> no, because she was in her pirate uniform and she was hired she by. She was the... just wearing a hat. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> she was wearing a hat in her space uniform. That's all it was. Like, but I thought she couldn't. I thought she didn't qualify through their qualifier thing. So pretty much what happens is that she is telling the other lady who's going to participate in the race. She's like, hey. Hello, I'm here from the Ben Maru, and she's like, "Yeah, whatever. Like, can I have a ship? Can I have, just have one of your dinghies?" And she's like, "Yeah, just bring it back." Like, "Oh, okay." And then she's like, "Who was that?" And then someone comes in, like, "Do you know who that was?" And she's like, "What? Like, she's with the academy." 
Like she's she's she's, she's also she's, the pirate captain. She's also she's, the pirate captain of the Ben Maru. And she's like what? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, her uh, uh, who who was it that got on the ship with them? That was like huh. telling them what was going on. Had like the kendo sword. Oh, you mean that was. Kane. Oh, yeah, it was just Kane in disguise. That's right. Yeah, Kane. Kane <laughs> went back as their club advisor and mm. PE teacher, so he dressed up like a PE yeah. teacher. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, basically the race starts. I is like I or want it was to win Shane. this race. I'm not sure if this is when Shane finally started showing up uh, or not. Depends on if his hair went up. Well, no, because he had his hair tied up the entire time. Oh yeah, so we couldn't. So tell. we couldn't tell yeah. if he had the little tink. But I wanted to win the race badly. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so I, I uh, ends up getting her co- or her visual uh, sensors turned the, off or something. The ship that was attacking the uh, Ben Maru, um, like after doing some sick like drift maneuver to angle the cannon in front to like yeah after hit the doing ship, the deja vu after doing the deja vu. <laughs> Um, the ship like falls down because like one of its wings was destroyed, and then it shoots out an EMP. Doesn't affect the Benton Morrow very much, yeah. but it completely wrecks Eye's little racecraft. Well, it just shuts down all of her uh, navigation. Navigation. So yeah. like it but still it turns- coasts, and like she can still use the engine and float around. But, she de- but, but it turns out she knows how to navigate by the stars. She knows how to navigate by the stars. <laughs> well, I mean, I was going to say she didn't have a person going. You're targeting Luke. Your targeting systems out. Luke, your targeting systems out. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, guess I have to use the force for that. <laughs> she she opens up the hatch and flies her dinghy f- with the hatch open and navigates. Yeah. And then everyone's just like, uh, Haruku Academy, you're, you're not terrible people. I forgot who won. Did I win? No. No. I, I don't think anyone won. Like, I don't... I don't remember. I mean, there was a winner. There was a winner, but nobody can remember. Was. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't know who it was. We never see the actual winner of the race. Yeah. I thought we did. No. No. I remember somebody say, yelling that they won to the chairwoman. No, we never actually see the winner of the race. Okay. Uh... I think no, I think you're right. Yeah, uh, the chairwoman, while she's floating in the sea because her yacht got shot down by her own company, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> received an intercom that their team, their their school had won. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> she's like, yeah, she's like crying. She's like, thank goodness we won. <laughs> while she's stranded at sea, she's in the sea, like ah. Well, she's stranded at sea, hoisted by <laughs> her own petard hoisted of being, her own petard. of trying to get one up on a cat at an academy that all the people that were behind the thing yeah. that purposefully did it, yeah, aren't there. <laughs> right. All right. On to the final arc, though. Yes. This is. This could have been its own. It's, yeah, this could have been this could have been a second season. Oh, could you imagine? Mm, could have been its own. I mean, this is it a light novel series upon. that's like thirty volumes. Yeah, it continues on. <laughs> but <laughs> you're right. I could. This would be a good second season. Shrug. But we get yeah. introduced to this uh, arc with a ship uh, flying through space doing stuff. Another pirate ship. It's another pirate ship doing it's, pirate. It's another business. pirate ship doing piracy things. The Long John Silver. And then a, a wormhole. Was it actually called that? No. Okay. A, a wormhole from the F from an FTL shows up, and this like giant ship comes out, and they're yep. like, "Oh, that's weird. We've never dealt with that before, but we can handle it." And then it shoots out like a bajillion lasers. Yeah, yeah. it becomes Ikaruga. It becomes Ikaruga, and it, then it's like, a bullet hell boss. 
And that, and then the ship blows up, and yeah. it's like, oh fuck. <laughs> and turns out there, uh, news reports are coming in of pirate hunt of a hunt a person hunting pirates. Yep. In this super sophisticated ship. Uh, so when the Bentamaru ends up encountering them, while- uh, basically Bentamaru gets another mission from Show, and they're like, hey, your job is to escort this really old ship. It's not one of the seven main ships, yeah, but it's no. an old ship uh, called the. The big catch. The big catch. The big catch. Yeah. Uh, and we need it's you the, to escort of, it from this place to this place. Yeah. It's one of the larger, heavily armed pirate ships. Yeah. And uh, pretty much, you know, Ben Morrow and a bunch of other fleets are with them. They're like, okay, everything's going good so far. Nothing too bad. And then boop, and then boop, 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 boop. And then uh, there's it, a signature. Like, oh, what's that? Uh, it's the thing. It shows up. It destroys the big catch and a bunch yep. of other things. Um, so, so, it controls so, gravity. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it basically stands upright, opens what looks like a face, and then immediately activates crackhead mode and just starts flipping. Yeah. <laughs> it, it zigzags It zigzags around. No using, one's ever seen a ship using do that. Gravity. Like, what is going on? So it basically shoots the big catch, and like the big catch is spontaneously combusting. And they're like, okay, we saved all the crew. We got everyone out. And then we tried putting out the fire, but the fires ended up going to the weapons, and it yes. exploded the ship. <laughs> yep. We so, got all the crew, and we're gonna save all the crew. So all your crew will end up being alive, but heavily hurt. And we we started putting out most of the fires on your ship, but, but the they ammo. got to the munitions. <laughs> they got to the munitions, and then, <laughs> and then explosions in space. Uh, yeah, so, my favorite thing in anime. <laughs> so now Marika is like, okay. Well, so the thing that chased off the Grand Cross was another ship coming. Ah, in yes, I forgot all FTL, about the um, piloted by or captains by. Captain Ironbeard, who looks suspiciously like Gonzaemon, and sounds suspiciously Uh, like the flashbacks of Gonzaemon. So, Ironbeard is the pilot of the Parabellum, which is another large class ship um, that's registered. That is registered. Uh, And, you know, it's like he shows up and he's just like, you, go away. It's not time yet. We got time. We got got time. Go away. Go away. And, you know, the Grand Cross grows away. And then they go away. And then they go away. Yep. And then Marika's just like, okay, so we have three things that we need to do. One, we need to make sure that we get our thing renewed. Yep. Yep. Two. I uh, have a test to finish. <laughs> I have <laughs> finals. <laughs> and I want to go finish it before we run out of time. And then three, uh, the Grand Cross isn't going to attack us. Or it, what are the chances that the Grand yeah. Cross will attack us? Hi. Uh, and then Q, it's always sunny in Philadelphia music. <laughs> the Grand Cross shows up when they're the gang out gets about. attacked by the Grand yeah. Cross. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, it's like everyone's like trying to get away from it. Like things are going wrong. You mm-hmm. can see uh, Kane who we think is Kane at the time. Struggling to... Struggling to get, like, up to, like, get away from it, because, like, the Grand Cross did its crackhead mode, and it's, like, shooting lasers down at them. Yeah. Yeah. And all this time, it's focusing a lot on Luca, and, like, Luca's kind of, like, uh, constantly looking at Kane, like, so it, something. It's focusing something. on both Kane and Luca, because Kane keeps having this weird hair flip come up, which has never yeah. happened a single time in the entire anime. And Luca keeps noticing it, so they have to shift to Luca... Shifting to game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and pretty much, you know, once they escape from the Grand Cross, we then get to the... To where... They're also Kane, the only ship to escape from the Grand Cross. Yeah. They are the only ship to escape from the Grand Cross. And then some stuff happens. Uh, 
Misa or not Misa, uh, Kane and Luca are talking on a planet, um, and then no, it's Misa and Luca talking first. Oh, it's Misa and Luca. Yeah, Luca so talking Mi- first. So Luca talks to Misa and tries to out Kane. Out yeah. Kane as a traitor. And then while Luca is walking around in town, Misa comes up to her. Or Misa no. and Luca uh, right. try. Uh, Luca is following Kane yeah. through the pirate's nest, which was their original destination yes. when they got intercepted. Yes. Kane calls oh, yeah, her out about for the following her. Yeah. Follow, uh, calls her for following her. And then outs and her and Lisa out Luca as being not, not Luca by shooting her in the face. Yeah. 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 <laughs> And she still works, so and it's obviously not Luca. Obviously not Luca. <laughs> obviously, not this could have gone ten ways <laughs> terribly. Oh so then, this fake Luca gets a bullet through the chest, and then just is Does. done. Yeah, yeah. And like we and see Misa and Kane on the ground, and then we see another Kane on a rooftop. And yeah. we're like what? But they going don't see on? that Kane. <laughs> they don't see that Kane, but we see that Kane. Yeah. And we're like, wait a minute. But that Kane has the hair flip. That Kane yeah. has the hair flip up. But the Kane that's down there didn't. Um, Correct. And then, you know, everyone's talking and they're like, wow, I guess, like, Luke is gone. Like, she's never coming back. And then, like, there's a knock at the door and it's just Luca with a sick tan. Yeah, like, yeah, a bunch on. of shit. Come she's on. just like, what's going on? <laughs> like, I was on vacation. Like, oh. Uh, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you're back now? Like, yeah, I'm back. Like, okay. Uh, so. And then we, we have the dinner for schmucks. Yeah, then we have. Well, no, the dinner for schmucks is how we. It, uh, got everybody there because it was the we had to ring the dinner bell yeah we had to go to the chef and the chef had to turn on the radio yeah. and do the frequency thing and he then it told not, us where the pirates he was. was not the legendary chef he, he was, was the, the son, son but he was the son of the legendary chef. one of them one, one of, of them. the sons of the yes. legendary chef because <laughs> he has like four of them five mm-hmm. brothers uh and then you know like he tells them like this is how you get to the pirates nest where we're gonna hold the council yeah. And so then we do the pirate's nest, which is where we do all that stuff. Um, beforehand, though, when uh, was it on the Benton Maru that uh, Quartz first revealed herself as a hologram? And then, like, no, that to chase was after in the her? pirate's nest. Was in the pirate's nest? Yes. Yes. Yeah, where she pirate. turns invisible and she, like, yes. smacks the guy that, running up. That, okay. that, was, yeah. that was on that the, was pirate's the pirate's nest because they had all the pirates there. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, so then they have their pirate meeting. And when they go into their pirate meeting, there is uh, Quartz yep. sitting on the pirate throne. Because she's a pirate. Yeah. With a, pi- with a pirate uh, pauldron. Yeah. Golden cape. And then uh, as everybody's trying to like get into this, mm. uh, who else would show up but Ironbeard, also wearing golden pirate pauldron. The rule, the rule about this dinner, though, is no one gets shot. Yep. No. No one You're dies. not allowed to shoot people in, in the... You're not uh, allowed to die in the pirate's uh, nest. Yeah. So they have their nice talk where uh, Marika challenges the Grand Cross to a battle. All of us versus you. Yeah. You and the one Grand Cross. The one Grand Cross. The one Grand Cross. The one <laughs> and only Grand Cross. Yes. Uh, we also find out mm. that... Uh, uh, What was her name? Quartz and... Ironbeard are legendary pirates that are approved by the Empire. Yep. 
But she's basically gone rogue and is like. Well, I mean, there is. Well, yeah, yeah. she's she's gone rogue, but also they're allowed to just be pirate pirates. Not yeah, but like whole... you're you're in a space system where they're not ready to be pirate pirates. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then you know, so so then uh, Ironbeard is sent to go retrieve her. Yeah. So they have so that so we then go to the giant space battle. Yes, where uh, the Bentamaru is tasked with being in charge of everything. Yep, yep. Because that's what you want to do to a second year high school. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I mean, she's Dude. the most. She was the one who showed the most resolve to want to do it. She's the one that challenged them. Like she is literally her father's child. She acts exactly. So they, so they like show them. up at the predetermined destination. Yep, yep. And what do we find? Three, uh, three grand, grand crosses. crosses. <laughs> three whole grand crosses. Three whole grand crosses. But you know, it's the same thing with ninjas. When you add mm. more of an elite ship, they just start being worse. Yeah. And speaking of ninjas, Matt's favorite pirates are the ninja pirates. <laughs> Even though they had five minutes of screen time. <laughs> ninja pirates. <laughs> you can't blame me for that. <laughs> Uh, the so, so one of the glaring flaws with the Grand Cross is that its energy goes down from time to time uh, when it uses too much. Like when it uses crackhead mode? When it uses crackhead mode, its energy systems kind of stop. Yeah. And that's the best time to attack. And that's what Marika was anticipating is like, some people are going to die, but we're going to be able to get some missiles in. And yeah. they get missiles in, and it, it destroys one of the Grand Crosses. Then they destroy and the other need, Grand Cross. Then they destroy the other one, and then they dock on the main one. Yeah. Because it's like, we're going to go we find We ramming courts. speed and dock. Now, how did we know this was the main one? We didn't, but we ramming speed and docked it because it was the middle one. Because it was the middle one. So that means it's the important one. Boarding action. All the people uh, get on. So then we get some actual, like, exciting piratry moments where, like, guns mm-hmm. are being fired and... A guy beams. balls himself into a bunch of people. Yeah, yeah. that was the coolest. <laughs> no. It was like a bowling strike. <laughs> Everybody's like, oh, he's so cool. I'm like, he just like swung himself forward and knocked himself into people yeah, in t- zero G. It's totally fine. 100%. <clears throat> it's fantastic. Uh, That's this, what you do. They make it to the bridge. Uh, and I forget how they beat Quartz. So, Rob, you can remember this better, uh, right? So, the entire... So, it's Schnitzel, uh... Marika. Marika and, um, Misa? I, I think. think so. And they're all, like, running into the bridge, and it's just like, Hey, Quartz, we got you. It's over. You're done. You lost. She's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, because she doesn't get out of the cockpit. She stays in it, and then it, like, it starts doing the flippy shit, and then, like, a pink bubble goes around it and then it flows upward because it's getting out she's escaping yeah and then oh, she yeah, tells she's, them she, yeah, just she, just, teleports she just teleports out. up and then she tells marika like who's jumping over to the shaft like before we leave get out of the ship now because i rigged it to explode like it, it's going to explode <laughs> with a self-destruct system and she's like uh we'll come find you quartz don't worry about that and then they all get off the ship and the grand cross explodes and then the internet too shows up late to the party <laughs> so anticlimactic <laughs> The party begins once the Odet 2 gets there. The real party. The real party. The after party. So yeah. And say. it's like, oh, cool. We stopped everything. And, you know. Like, and Marika returns to school life. And she has to. But she passes her test. Yeah. Yeah. And the uh, anime kind of ends with the we might come back thing. And it didn't. But it didn't it, come back. No. But there's a movie. Yeah. No, I 
Which we did not watch. None of us had the time to watch. It's not going to be canonical. <laughs> because for once in our entire podcasting time, we managed to watch the 26th episode in a week. No, we've done it a few times. We've, we've maybe done it once or twice. In the early Before days, this. we did it. And yeah, yeah. I mean, back when like I worked at a gas station and you had a car. (laughs) The problem is, is we've been trying to attempt to just get back into the swing of this. Yeah, and we've just hit twenty (laughs) six episodes, twenty six episodes, twenty six episode in a row, and it was like, I'm hoping we at least get a twelve episode this time. Yeah, right. Well, quickly, animation. It's 2012. Yeah, Sentai Filmworks. Well, I mean, that's not the company that's that animated the, that's it. Not the company that animated it. It's like, the company I mean, that dubbed it, it. It was mostly good. There were a couple, like walking, walking, walking things, things were <laughs> yeah. so bad. But I mean, I'm gonna chalk it up to 2012 being 2012. Yeah. Like right before they meet Quartz for the first time, there's this <laughs> hallway shot that is by far the worst thing I've seen that w- that we've ever seen on the show. There's a lot of static front walking where they just move up and down. No, it wasn't even like no. it was that, but then it was like poorly drawn yeah, and everything. Yeah. Like it's like when the the front was really far away. Down. Screaming the so budget started. Yeah, going they started down. doing budget. <laughs> um, I mean, at least it wasn't like Astro Score where they're just standing there and like <laughs> there was no there was talking, but just the camera was moving to the side. No one was moving, so we so, didn't know if it was a freeze frame or like yeah. what was going on. So that's all. Henry's my favorite thing about the music in this anime is Henry's response to the o- opening. Oh my gosh, I was not ready for it at all. <laughs> really? Yeah, Henry was not ready for sick guitar riff yeah. from a Megadeth guitarist. <laughs> yeah into oh, man. like metal anime music. This is why I'm excited for yeah, when we get beautiful. something that has Jam Project. So am I. I love Jam Project. Love Jam Project. Their music is so good. I love it. Um but other than that, like the background music was very like there. Like yeah. it it was how about this? Our quality for bad background music will always be <laughs> Cause no stigma and it's really shitty background music. Yeah. And this was still like there, like it wasn't yep. like it wasn't like amazing. Like it's not like uh uh any uh it's not like Samurai Champloo, which has background music that's fucking amazing. Well, because it's all like hip hop music. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, like that's well, the thing is that anim- like that that, that director is, is and anime was built really around heavily influenced by its music. I, yeah, I still think the director needs to have a lot more input when it comes to the music. I agree. Directors, directors should have more input on what music it's depends on director because some directors i think that is exactly what they do and that's the point of them is like you well, yeah, you get shinichiro watanabe because you want him to pick you a music genre yes yeah, and build you an art. more directors should be more cognizant of how much of an impact like good background music has to your show i think they do but a lot of times like the composer does that more and a lot of times if you have a good series composer it's just as good as having Shinichiro Watanabe yeah the problem yeah. is this Shinichiro Watanabe works exclusively with a specific composer composer yeah <laughs> yeah I, it, I think it's just something that a lot of shows like just sh- like enter- it's something that a lot of entertainment period oh yeah needs to pick up yeah i i think we all need avengers to stop playing event like v- tons of variants of the avengers theme every like movie yeah anyways so let's let's get to giving this anime a rank i could see this as a b 
Would you agree on B or am I am I am I wrong on this? Uh, Somebody talk. I think B is generous. Uh, no, I'm not gonna say generous. I think B is good. I, say, I liked it more I, than that, but uh, yeah. So, I would say, how did you like Gunslinger Girl comparatively? Season one, Gunslinger Girl. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. I did, I did retroactively <laughs> fix that statement. <laughs> I liked this more than that. Uh, did you like Sign of the Sky more than this? No. Like, I really loved this show. Okay, show so yeah, I mean, really I'm good. fine with putting it at the top of the B-list. Like, I mean, the the, the B-list well, is just there's general. The yeah, that, It's the B-list. Yeah. There's, there's no, there's no, there's no rhyme or reason. Oh, yeah, no, the 100% can go into the B. Like, it's not, it's not bad. It's good. No, it's, it's really good. Yeah, like, the reason why I'm not putting this into A is I know that uh, Rob was not a huge fan, fan of, it. of it. Okay, I guess and that makes sense. Then. I can see, and I can see some glaring flaws in it as well, to where it's like, I don't think this is an A. This is definitely not an S. Definitely not, <laughs> no. But uh, I don't think this is below a B. No, I, I neither do I. And it's even better because we can put the the series that starts with a B in the B. <laughs> Alliteration. <laughs> Pirates. Okay. So, we have now done that. Let me... I've already prepared our randomizer. So, let's hit this button. Randomize. Bakamatsu. Bakamatsu. Is this the what? Is this the new one? I think so. Uh. Uh. Fall of twenty eighteen. Yep. This is super new. Uh. The Bama- The Bakumatsu was an era in which the souls of young men burned with anxiety for their children's future. Takasugi Shinsaku, a soldier of fortune from Chosu, sneaks aboard a government ship with his comrade Katsura. Koru in search of a mysterious timepiece. Oh, yeah! With the power to manipulate time that he fears the government wishes to keep for themselves. Rather than allow such power to fall into the wrong hands, Takasugi plans to destroy the artifact, but having obtained it, the artifact is quickly stolen, forcing the pair to follow the mysterious thief to the seat of government in Kyoto. However, when they arrive in the capital, they discover the government has been overthrown, and the DD Susano now reigns in its place. The streets of the city and the people in them are much different than Takasugi and Katsura remember. The times may have changed, but their mission hasn't. Takasugi and Katsura resolve to reset time and save their nation from the nefarious forces trying to hijack it. It's Time Cop. Oh, no, this is even better. So, this is... It's only 12 episodes. Yes, this is a 12-episode one. Uh, I watched the first episode of this when this first started airing. So uh-huh. I can give us a little bit better of a, like uh, idea as to what this is going to be. Yeah. This is effectively what if a Japanese uh, what if a Japanese person got a hold of the timepiece, then decided to go back in time, take all the best generals from all of ta- from all of Japanese history, and take over Japan with them. Because that's what happened. That sounds like a five point eight six to me. That's rating. I mean, I don't know how good it was. I've only watched like the first this three episodes. This is the lowest ranking we've had for an anime on my anime list. I mean, it's also relatively new, so it's going to be... I don't know. Again, we'll see. 
we will see how this goes. Uh, I enjoyed at least the historical a- aspect of it and the samurai bits. It looks familiar, the art style. I mean, Studio Dean. We can go on that after we're done with the show. Yeah. We'll yeah. see what they've done. I mean, we usually get into that rabbit hole for like five yeah. ten minutes. I mean, Rob, Studio Dean did the first Fate Stay Night. Okay. Makes sense then. Okay. Anyways, that has been it. For this episode of 26 and under. That's right. That's where Audacity is. It's on that screen. Uh, this has I'm been telling your the ho- program we use. This has been your host, Matt. Robert. Ah, damn it, Robert. <laughs> this is Anne Henry. Signing this is Anne Henry. Anne Henry. Signing off. Uh, goodbye. Where's the... God damn it. No. Fucking no. mouse. Fucking stop blending. God. Nope. Stop. Stop. Da- Nope, that was Did the wrong button. No, no, ah.